Welcome to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast with me, your host, Deb Houston. I'm not a recruiter. I am a hiring strategist. And whether you are hiring your first employee or you already have a team of 50 plus, you're in the right place. As an ex-recruiter of 17 years, I geek out on anything to do with hiring strategy and processes. And my goal is to help you hire the right people for your business whilst avoiding those costly hiring mistakes. Most business leaders and owners have not been taught how to hire. So I set up this podcast to help you win the war for talent and stop repelling your dream employees. From employer branding, talent attraction strategy and hiring processes to interviewing and onboarding your employees, there's a topic for everyone, all with a lighthearted and fun vibe. So without further ado, let's get cracking and get stuck in. Welcome back to this week's episode on the You Hired Me at Hello podcast. It is me, your host, Deb Houston. This week, I am going to be discussing how to effectively communicate and engage with applicants during the hiring process. Before we dive into the details, let's take a moment to think about why effective communication with candidates is so important. Attracting and retaining top talent is essential to the success of any business. And while job opportunities and benefits play a crucial role in attracting candidates, effective communication can make or break the hiring process. Poor communication during the hiring process can lead to a number of negative outcomes. For instance, um, it can cause candidates to lose interest in the position or even the company, full stop. Uh, It can lead to negative candidate experience, which is ultimately then going to damage the employer's, your reputation in the job market. It can also result in lost time and resources, and you may have to start the entire hiring process all over again. Oh gosh, that sounds painful even thinking about it, doesn't it? (laughs) Um, On the other hand, effective communication during the hiring process can lead to positive outcomes. In reverse, such a better candidate experience, you know, a stronger reputation as an employer and ultimately a more successful hiring process. I want to highlight that Interviewing is very much like dating. (laughs) If you imagine you're dating, whether you have been on Tinder or you haven't used Tinder, we all know how it works. You go on the app, you swipe until you find a match and then you communicate, go on a date, etc. Imagine going back to being on that really good date and you're both really excited at the end of the first meeting and you say, let's see each other again. And then days go by and there's no communication. You might even send a follow-up message just to say, hi, how are you? And flatline, no communication, which leads to ultimately potentially being ghosted or no communication for a long, long time. It leaves you feeling pretty confused and you're probably thinking, that was so bizarre. We had such a good meeting and we said we wanted to see each other again. So 
a few more days after that, you get back on the horse and you get back onto Tinder and you start swiping again to find another match. And then if that original person comes back on the scene, usually by then you're like, hey, snooze, you lose. I've moved on to someone else. It's the exact same thing when it comes to interviewing applicants. If you don't engage them and you are not communicating with them, they are going to get bored waiting and they're going to go and find somebody else who is interested in them. So whilst you're not talking to them, somebody else will be. So there you go. My little dating analogy. Um, But in this episode, we are going to be discussing some key tips for communicating effectively with candidates throughout the hiring process. And by following these steps, you can ensure that you're attracting and retaining top talent, you know, building that positive reputation as employer and driving business success. So let's dive in, shall we? Um, I'm still laughing at my uh, dating analogy there. (laughs) Um, Right. First of all, you've got to be clear with applicants about the hiring process and set clear expectations. When job seekers understand what to expect throughout the hiring process, they will be more likely to remain engaged and interested in the position. So you want to be sharing such details about how long it's going to take to complete an interview process, what type of interviews will be conducted and who they will be interviewing with as an absolute minimum. From there, I would go a second stage and set an expectation of how to communicate with you. If email is the best way to contact you, great. If you prefer text message, great. LinkedIn, whatever your preferred mode of communication, set that up at the beginning and then that candidate will align with your preferred method for ease. Secondly, using technology to your advantage is a really great way to maintain communication and engagement with applicants. You know, emails and texts are a great communication tool, but also consider things like video calls, you know, and audio um, messages to make the communication more engaging. So, yes, obviously, we've got the whole video interviews and things like that, and there's things these days like my interview, um, where it's a one-way video interview, which is a great way of bringing volume candidates into a first stage, Um, and then from there, you can shortlist for, you know, the next steps of an interview, but you know, or it might even be video yourself giving the candidates the instructions and thanking them for applying. And then you've just got a one size fits all video that you send out on all of your emails to the applicants when they're getting shortlisted. Just that adding that personalization and that extra ad can really make a difference and make that applicant really connect with you. Now, thirdly, it's all about follow-up, you know, following up with candidates in a timely manner, whether you are feeding back on an interview, letting them know that you need more time to make a decision, you know, informing them they've not been selected for the position, all of these things, timely communication is absolutely essential to keeping job applicants engaged in the process. 
going back to some earlier episodes, I've spoken about this a lot, is candidates don't mind being told no. You know, it closes off the opportunity, it gives them closure, they just want some feedback and then they can move on and implement that constructive feedback to their new hiring processes. So, you know, I always say eat the frog. Sometimes it's actually easier to pick up the phone and make those hard calls to let people know where they've been unsuccessful do those first um because then you're not sitting on them for the whole day um i think we all naturally dread giving people bad news but um just pick up the phone and get them done you'll feel better about it and the applicant will certainly feel much better about it as well because they can put their energy into a new position also as well with the follow-up I find that it's giving the feedback and giving updates when communication and engagement does trail off. And I think this can sometimes come down to time pressures. So if you've already set the expectation up front, how you like to be communicated with, whether it's WhatsApp, text messages, LinkedIn, email, you name it, whatever's your preferred method, if you're advising everybody to contact you through the same platform it's easier to monitor and respond to people as they message when I know for me personally when I've got messages coming in on LinkedIn on my phone on my email on different apps it can get really overwhelming to keep track of who you've responded to who you haven't etc so pick one mode of communication and then communicate to all of your applicants that's how you want to be contacted and here's a little top tip which has such a beautiful and positive impact is send a voice note I love sending voice notes to my family, to my friends I love sending them to applicants or my clients as well because they can hear my tone of voice um, you know, rather than an email saying, I just wanted to update you that we don't have any news yet. You know, if you pick up whichever app it is that you're utilizing, even LinkedIn, you can do voice notes these days. Send a voice note just saying, hi, Deb. Um, thank you so much. It was great to meet you this week. Interview feedback has been absolutely fantastic. We are looking to take you through to the next stage of interview. Bear with me and I'll come back to you when we've got dates and times. Hearing your tone of voice in that voice note is positive, it's impactful, they can feel your energy and your excitement, but the benefit is you can send that message and it's done. That candidate's been updated and you've done the updating. You don't have to go into a game of phone tag, um, you know, worry about if they've seen the email, um, you know, find time to write a text message. You can do it on the fly. You know, you can voice note and send that message as you walk into the lift or as you're going to make a cup of coffee um, or as you're about to go and grab your lunch from the fridge. Um, it's such a great way to make use of time when you're on the move. Um, but yeah, voice notes are my favourite thing. Um, and I think candidates love them so much because they can actually hear your tone of voice. So that's my top tip for candidate engagement and communication. Um, the fourth step, you know, is about this providing a positive candidate experience. You know, communication goes beyond just the logistics of a hiring process. 
it is all about creating a positive candidate experience and simple gestures such as sending a personalized thank you note or providing feedback on an application you know can go a long way towards building rapport and trust with job applicants even when sending a standard bulk reject email which you know realistically that is the majority of the way that candidates get notified it's in some cases it's impossible to send you know hundreds of personal personalized rejection emails you know from the resume stage but even wording that bulk reject thank you for your application but email in a way that provides some information you know it might be that you know on reflection we've progressed with applicants who have a specific skill set in x you know even providing little bits of information like that just provide a little bit more clarity to the applicant as to why they were unsuccessful so you know whilst you know in the perfect world it'd be great to send personalized responses to everybody but realistically we know that's not the case so that is a way to get round it um you know i think the worst rejection emails are the ones that are just very standard saying thanks for your application but you've not been successful okay why <laughs> you know what could i have done differently so just by even explaining you know we've specifically shortlisted applicants with x industry experience or with this particular piece of software little things like that it's that added touch that makes all the difference when it comes to candidate experience from a communication perspective now finally it is all about being transparent about the position and the company culture and this really does help with that communication and engagement piece you know, being transparent about company culture, the values and the expectations will help job applicants understand if they are the right fit for your company. You know, being upfront about expectations and requirements is going to prevent poor hiring decisions in the future as well. And, you know, again, it's about just building that trust and engagement and communication in that communication piece. And I always call it the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, especially when you get into candidate to a final stage interview is, you know, let's talk about the reality of the role. You know, it's a great way of wording it. And I want to talk about the reality of this role. You know, some roles may be so well established in an organisation that maybe they come with little challenge. So, you know, how's that person going to feel about that? On the flip side, maybe it's a new role and this person's going to work with a hell of a lot of ambiguity, um, you know, be self-starter and really use initiative and build things. Um, you know, I think just being really honest as well builds that communication and engagement. And the final, final thing, which is my final step to strong communication communication and engagement with candidates, is speak their language. It's the easiest way to yeah, build that trust in communication and engagement. It's just repeat their own language back to them. You know, if they're saying that they're looking for a culture that is X, Y, and Z. If that aligns with your culture, utilize that exact terminology back to them. Um, 
I think, you know, our brains process information in very different ways. And the way in which we process information leads to clarity and then clarity leads to action. So in an interview process, it's impossible for you to assess in that small amount of time how they're going to process information and get clarity. So the easiest way to build that rapport communicate and build that engagement is just to repeat their own language back to them um, and then it shows that you've listened they'll feel heard um, yeah and it's just going to really engage them into your brand even more so just a few food for thought tips for you there for today um, but look by following these tips you can ensure that you're going to be communicating effectively and engaging with job applicants throughout the hiring process and you know it's going to help attract and retain top talent and more so build a positive reputation as an employer which is what we want and ultimately drive business success that is all for today I will catch you next week thanks for listening That's all, folks. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe to the You Hide Me at Hello podcast and feel free to leave a review and share it with your network. For further info, check out the link to the website in the podcast description. Thanks again from me, your host, Deb Houston. From me to you, over and out until next time.